0: and good morning welcome to the day fox home remodeling show i'm gary demas and jamie Broslovsky's with me jamie thanks for being here this morning
1: thanks for having me good morning
0: so here we are in march and gosh our weather is kind of getting a little better isn't it
1: yeah it's it's you know hit or miss but i'll take it
0: yeah <laughs> yep at least uh got some sunny days and some warmer temperatures so that's always nice and I had a chance to sneak down to Florida for a couple of days, so that was great, too.
1: I know. You should have brought the show with you.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hmm. you, you are the show. So. I know. see. Case in point. Okay. All right. So um, last week, uh, if any of you had a chance to listen, we talked about Kitchen Islands. And, Jamie, there's a lot of different things that can happen with islands, right? Yes size sure. uh, what appliances you may or may not put in them how you're using the counter space you know snack bar area bar sink uh, kitchen lines fairly f- or kitchen islands are very flexible and sometimes kitchen layouts don't lend themselves to an island maybe the walls are too close together maybe there's just not room to fit an island in but we talked about how you can just add a bump out you know two or three feet Onto a kitchen that can make a world of difference yes and that would create a scenario where you can put a legitimate island in there and have a very free-flowing floor plan which a lot of people like nowadays so if you miss that show how are they going to find it jamie
1: well they can find it on our website of course um or you can go to davefoxradio.com um, and right there we have all of our previously recorded broadcast and podcast and videos and All sorts of fun stuff and then you can navigate to the rest of our website from there as well
0: great yep and our our main website at davefox.com is a great place for people to go and i think almost every person that calls inquiring about work has probably looked at our website right
1: i would like to think so i mean i think in this day and age people do their due diligence and do their research i think the only time i could see maybe that not happening of course is with repeats and then um, you know, if it's a really direct referral, like your parents used us or things like that. Sometimes yeah. I think they just call and know they're going to use us. Um, actually it's interesting. We ask that question on our survey at the end of every project, we send out a survey to every client and we ask the question if they interviewed others. Cause it's a really common thing that people think they need three quotes. You know, you gotta get three quotes, you gotta compare, you know, and, um, so we asked that question on our survey just for our own information. And it's actually really surprising to me how many people say that they did not interview others, mm-hmm. that they were just really confident in their decision from the get-go. So uh-huh. I, always like, I always look at that response. I think it's interesting yeah. um, how many people say no, because I would think everyone said yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we've been in this town for a long time, over 38 years, and uh, I would like to think we've developed a great reputation and a, become a trustworthy company. Yeah. And today trust is what it's all about isn't it
1: for sure yes
0: okay so Jamie what are we gonna talk about today
1: all right so today we're gonna do a project spotlight Uh, (laughs) we used to do kind of monthly project of the month um, but now we're just kind of once in a while once we get some projects done and I think they're really fun to talk about or interesting we're gonna just kind of spotlight on them so today we are talking about a project we recently completed in Westerville and um, it's kind of a cool project, just in how we reworked the floor plan. So there was a kitchen, pantry, laundry room, mud room, and really large space, um, but it was configured really poorly. Mm-hmm. And so we're just going to kind of talk through the details of that and how we reworked the floor plan, and um, now they're fabulous kitchen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you, when you talk about it being configured poorly, you know, it's interesting how different time periods call for different layouts in homes Mm -hmm. you know just how our lifestyles change and how the things of importance in daily living can change and of course many many years ago a lot of small rooms was what everyone did so there'd be a small dining room small kitchen small pantry small everything and then uh Number of years ago, open floor plans became very popular, and the more wide and spacious and open it was, the more everybody loved it. So now I think we're seeing kind of a blend of the two, and uh, defining different areas by our lifestyle and our living needs and our family needs. So. Uh, floor plans that you may go into or maybe you're in a home where you think this is the most ridiculous floor layout I've ever seen (laughs) you know maybe it worked for the family before or maybe three families before and none of the others did any changes and now it's your turn to do the change but it is interesting how uh, just daily living and lifestyle has a lot to do with the floor layout and whether it works for you or not so we're in the business of making floor layouts work for people aren't we
1: yeah, I mean that's something we always say is, you know, we're we're changing homes to to affect their or to reflect your lifestyle and the way you live in your home. So, when you're remodeling, you're really remodeling for you. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's something very personal and and you kind of get to do whatever you want because you're not remodeling for anybody else. You're remodeling specifically for you and the way you live in that home. Mm-hmm. And and it might change and in another home you might live in that home differently and that's okay i mean i think everyone has different opinions about almost everything um i mean even to the even to the way the toilet paper is on the toilet paper rolled do oh, yeah. you like the toilet paper going over or under you know
0: so it needs to go over yeah,
1: i but, agree okay and, <laughs> i yeah, wholeheartedly agree <laughs> <laughs> um and but there's people that prefer it under Mm -hmm. and so just everything you know people have different opinions about but when you're remodeling yours is really the only one that matters um and i and i think that's really cool and we even have a worksheet that we kind of talk through with our clients when we're working on kitchens specifically about right-handedness versus left-handedness and really accommodating to all those different things um a lot of my family members are left-handed and it's interesting how Challenging or you know, they'll say like this just such a right-handed world like nothing is convenient And uh, when we do a project for especially if both You know husband and wife or whatever the situation is the couples they are both left-handed We can really accommodate everything to be for left-handed people, you know (laughs) And It's just interesting how specific and specialized you can make things to just make your day-to-day so much easier
0: Yeah, you know a couple days ago. I went out with Evan uh, to talk to a potential client and looking at their home and and we talked through a number of different things that they wanted to accomplish one of them was the kitchen area they had kind of a, a pretty small kitchen small dining room small family room and of course, in the early '80s, there was always the knee wall with the wood spindles between the kitchen and the family room, right? Yeah, so those are a good look. Yeah. So, um, as we talked to this client and we're asking them really about their needs and their family and and what they were hoping to accomplish, we discovered that uh, she had three brothers that lived in town too. So. When they did this remodeling this was going to be the home where the all the family members gathered for thanksgiving christmas any special events so they kind of had a mission with their remodeling oh wow and, yeah and it, it made perfect sense you know and it also helped us understand what their needs are for that particular layout So they needed more open space, more freedom of flow of traffic so that you could have multiple people in there. Of course, uh, in the kitchen, that's where everyone congregates anyways. And when family's over, they're all in there talking and telling stories and and just enjoying each other. And uh, you got to leave room for the cook, right? Or the cooks to get their stuff done while they're entertaining all the people in that room. So all these different uh, characteristics come into play when we talk to our clients and find out what their needs are. So the project we're going to talk about today, Jamie, what information do you have on their needs? What were they trying to accomplish?
1: Yeah. So, you know, he's a doctor and she's running a nonprofit and they have three boys and a giant dog. Okay. <laughs> and so that is a lot to put into the one equation and fit it all in and make it all work.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, there we go. We've got a story to go with and we've We've, uh, of course, this project's already done, but initially we would have gone out and talked to the client about that and explored their needs and their family uh, lifestyle and what they wanted to accomplish. And then we go to work on putting a design together. So uh, we're going to take a a little break here. And then after that, let's talk about that design. Okay, Jamie, so we are talking about a project, kitchen project that we did and it's all done now the people are living in it and enjoying it yes yeah so uh as i was mentioning right before the break our design consultant will go out and talk to our clients and really kind of explore their their family their lifestyle what they want to accomplish through their remodeling uh, make sure that the floor layout is going to work for them sometimes the layout's not the issue maybe it's just updating or rearranging cabinets or yeah But in this case, I think it was both, right
1: Yeah, I think it was a little bit of both. I think the um, the aesthetic was starting to get a little dated, but then also just you know once once one thing starts bothering you and you think you're gonna maybe remodel, I think you start noticing everything yeah <laughs> um, and and things just kind of compiled and thought, gosh, it's funny too I think once this these clients did retain us and we got their floor plan onto an as built drawing, something that we work off of. Um, of their current floor plan, and you look at it on plan, it becomes even more apparent how um, poorly the space was used to kind of work everything in. It's mm-hmm. you know it's almost shocking to see it in in floor plan sense to think, gosh, that's a weird use of space.
0: <laughs> yeah, I noticed uh, their before plan had a lot of angular walls and cabinet arrangements, mm-hmm. and uh, the pantry. Uh, the kitchen layout were all set on angles and sometimes angles can work for you but sometimes they work against you yeah and it just depends on what you want to accomplish with your plan so in this situation the angles i think were kind of working against them and they were kind of disrupting some flow uh, some visual line of sight which is really critical in a floor mm-hmm. plan yeah um, which is really amazing when you think about just the line of sight that you have in your home. If you're standing in your home now and looking at a wall between the kitchen and the dining room, if you can imagine what that same vantage point would look like if that wall was not there, it would make your house look larger, Mm -hmm. deeper. You have a deeper expanse. You just feel like you have more room. So the visual line of sight is really a critical element in any kind of design in the way you feel in a space.
1: Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. And I think too, you know, as I mentioned, you know, he's a doctor, she's running a nonprofit, three boys, they're busy and function, even just the most minor thing of difficulty or challenge throughout the day, the function needs to just flow when you're that busy and have that much going on, um, in your day to day. And so I think, I think function was a really big driver behind the design and the floor plan and everything for this project.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so do you have like the the list that our designer came up with when they wanted to remodel this project?
1: Um, Yeah, so basically it was just gonna involve um, Making the kitchen a little bit larger they didn't like the shape of their They had kind of two islands going on and it just felt like one was always in the way of the other one So they wanted to just kind of streamline the space um, and Get rid of some of the angular walls Uh, it was poorly planned and divided out i'd say the biggest challenge for them was just dividing the space um, where it would structurally make sense also so there was some structural supports that they had to take in consideration with the floor plan and things like that but just creating a new layout that really functioned um, got rid of all the angular walls and updated the space um updating the island to a larger island they wanted to all be able to sit at the island at the same time so that was something really important to them and um and then just you know function that the laundry room mud room pantry those areas of the home get very utilized um, especially with a large busy family and i think just creating those spaces to be have better flow Um, initially or in the original floor plan there was only you know you kind of entered from the garage into the mud room and then into the kitchen and you kind of had to do this long walk around to get to the rest of the house and so creating a second way of getting into that space was another thing that would really kind of help the flow of having two ins and outs in the mud room uh laundry room area mm-hmm. and then also with having a large barney's mountain dog um <laughs> having <laughs> a space for him too and his food and water and you know to kind of have his own little space was important to them as well
0: yeah you know you mentioned structural walls and it just reminds me of uh, some folks i was talking to the other day and when i first walked into their home and they're considering doing some remodeling the first question out of their mouth was where's the structural walls or the load-bearing walls and to many people that kind of puts handcuffs on them they think mentally that if there's a load-bearing wall oh rats we can't move that yeah but we find ourselves uh, moving those all the time. And uh, there's so many different ways of bracing and adding support uh, to take a wall out, especially if it's not a long wall. You know, if it's in the 10, 12, 14-foot range, it's relatively easy to take a load-bearing wall out. A lot of times you'll run into some plumbing or HVAC, some piping that needs to be relocated, but there's almost always a way to do that. So when we're talking about arranging a floor plan to meet the needs of a client and uh, and they're thinking oh that's a load-bearing wall I can't move that rats that's usually not the case actually in remodeling virtually anything can be done but some things aren't feasible just because yeah. of the cost but load-bearing walls are typically not a real expensive thing to deal with.
1: Yeah and they make such a difference too. I mean I can Um, our floor plan, our kitchen is very open to the family room. It's basically one big room. And I so often see a really similar floor plan and that'll have a column in between the kitchen and the great room. And it always baffles me. You could have just put a bigger beam (laughs) across the top and not had this big column. Um, so it is, it's something I always notice, um, as well. And just think, yeah, you just, those kind of things you want to just do them Right, if you're mm-hmm. going to do them, I think. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So. so
0: these clients, the project that we're talking about, they wanted to have some seating at the island. Yes. And as we reconfigured this floor plan, we took a lot of the angles out and made it more of uh, a rectangular shape plan, right? Yeah. And then they gave us room to put a very nice rectangular island in the plan which yeah. could accommodate a fair amount of seating.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a very large island um, and it has seating for all five of them, which is great. Um, Some other things that they really wanted was a large refrigerator um, and to accommodate that and also just to be able to entertain in there. So they wanted to keep enough space around the island, too, that um, their kitchen, the way their layout is, there's actually stairs between their kitchen and their family room. So there's not much you could do about that wall. You don't want to relocate the stairs. That might be where you're getting a little cost prohibitive. We could do it, but do you want to do
0: it? No, you you don't want to do it.
1: Um, So we did open up the opening as wide as we could go. Um, So just opening even that up a couple feet really made a big difference in combining the two spaces. But like you said, everyone still always ends up in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Um, So just making sure that there was that adequate space around the island um, for gathering and entertaining and things like that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Island's great. It, um, it has the sink and dishwasher and pull out, um, trash bins, everything you need kind of right there and perfectly in the middle between the range and the refrigerator. So you got your work triangle really working for you.
0: Yeah. You know, a lot of times people wonder, uh, how does a design actually get put together like this? Mm-hmm. So you go into a home, Okay, we saw all these angled walls, uh, talked to the client, finding out what their needs were. And then um, the design goes together, and there's so many different ways things can be designed. I mean, the more space you have, actually, sometimes the more challenging that can be just because there's so many more options and so many more opportunities to make changes. So that process is an interesting one and a very important one because that's really the combination of the... Owners, uh, the, the homeowners' thoughts, their needs, uh, what their goals are, and then what is feasible. You know what's really taken the most advantage of the space that they have in, a, in an efficient manner, and then what ideas does the designer have that maybe the homeowners have not thought about. So as uh, that process unfolds, there's so many different ways that it, it can travel, and I think you know just having a great designer and homeowners with great ideas put that together. And you just work through this journey to where you come up with a final solution that really meets all the needs. And that's really a fun process. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Okay, Jamie, so uh, let's talk about some of the special features that these folks wanted, because features are kind of fun in any design, in any layout. There's focal points, areas of special interest. And you know how when you walk in a room, you immediately get a a feel for that room i mean just instantly yes you just it's you know we want it to be a great feeling of course in any project that we remodel yeah but sometimes you walk in rooms and it's just you don't get that great feeling and maybe you can't put your finger on why yeah so maybe it's too busy maybe there's too much stuff going on and you you can't focus or maybe the the colors or textures are distasteful for some reason but there's all these elements even smell Mm-hmm. All of these things work together to give you an impression when you walk in a room. So a room that's really well designed, when you walk in there, you just feel good. Yeah, it, it feels right. Yeah, and it looks right, and you probably can't put your finger on why, but you just know. Oh my gosh, I just love this room, or I love this house. Yeah. Why do you love it? Well, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> <You> know? <clears throat> but. Uh, The artful use of design in features and focal points is extremely important. You don't want to overpower people with too much pizzazz. You know, like commercials that you watch. It's just like, gosh, they're on steroids. All this stuff happening and flashing (laughs) and noise and all this kind of stuff. It's like, whoa, just slow down a little bit. So let's talk about what these folks wanted to accomplish in features and how we did it.
1: Yeah, so I think, you know, to your point, this kitchen for me when I walk in I just loved it. Mm-hmm. And and I thought it was so interesting too because you know, I work around a lot of a lot of kitchens. Yeah. You know, I've seen a lot of kitchens and I kind of have in my head my dream kitchen and all the things that would go into it and it's funny because none of this was on my list and every all of it was on my list at the same time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of things. And so and the color of the cabinetry was one of those things for me that I thought was so interesting because, you know, white kitchens are very popular. They're very mm-hmm. classic and, mm-hmm. you know, they're wonderful and beautiful. And this is not a white kitchen. And um, and I just thought it was really interesting how well the space fit in the home. Like it just felt like the kitchen felt at home i don't mm-hmm. know how to explain it but it yeah. just it felt at home it yeah. just really felt like it fit in that home with those people so well and it was mm-hmm. very calming mm-hmm. um just kind of a space which i just thought was really interesting and part of the reason why i wanted to talk about this project today um is just because that feeling is like you said it's not something that happens naturally <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that's a mm-hmm. you can tell a designer kind of really designed this mm-hmm. and and put that in there because it's not everything the materials aren't what you see every day Um, so but anyway some of the features uh, one of my favorite features is the hood the range hood Um, and if you're watching here on video we'll be sure to put up some pictures so Mm -hmm. you can see uh, what's happening and kind of what we're talking about as we're talking about it but the hood is this beautiful wood tone Uh, we custom built it our guys did here in our shop and they had a large piece of furniture that they had in their previous kitchen that they wanted to keep in this kitchen as well. Um, It's kind of a large shelving unit, wine storage kind of um, piece, and they really liked it and wanted to keep it. So we were able to match the wood tones uh, of that piece with the hood, and also with there's a barn door that goes into the pantry. And then where we opened up the wall a little bit between the kitchen and the great room, uh, there's a beam that goes across and we kind of wrapped that in the same wood as well. So mm-hmm. it all really ties in nicely without being too much um, of the wood. Mm-hmm. But it just looks great and it just felt so homey um, homey there and how everything tied in together. But the hood is really cool. So you buy the insert. I've just started learning more about yeah, appliances. <laughs> I'm all excited about them. But you just buy the insert and then we were able to build the the outside of it and it just i could just think it's stunning Mm -hmm. um especially against the backsplash was this it's a tile but it looks like white brick Mm -hmm. and it was really beautiful um, space and just it was stunning against each other the kind of the contrast of the two was really beautiful Uh, so that was definitely a unique feature another thing i thought was really cool is the pendant lighting over the island um looks like pottery that you would find at a market um, or like at an antique store or something like that. It's really interesting lighting, and it ties in with a lot of what they keep on that shelving unit that's, that they keep in their kitchen. They have a lot of kind of antique pottery. And so I thought that was a really unique and cool touch as well, um, mm-hmm. that just kind of tied all, everything together. Uh, another really fun element is their door that goes into their laundry room has a panel on it that's a chalkboard. Uh, so I thought that was really fun and you know they had a fun note written on there of kind of a affirmation of the day. And, but just keeping to-do lists and things like that right there on the chalkboard. You can keep grocery lists, things like that. But just keeping it fun and casual I think is nice in, in a space too, especially with, with children at home. Um, and so yeah, those are some really cool features. Um, another one is the island material is actually a quarter sawn oak, uh, stained gray which I don't know really what the difference between oak and quarter oak is. Do you, Gary?
0: Sure, yeah, quarter sawn uh, on any wood will give you, uh, so that's really when you're sawing com- uh, completely perpendicular to the wood grain. So to quarter saw a log, of course the log is round, so you would have to, <clears throat> if you slice right through the very center of that log, then you would have quarter sawn wood because the grain is running perpendicular to what you sawed. Mm. But as you continue sawing out and out, then it becomes plain sawed wood. So the grain is not running perpendicular anymore. So you get very different characteristics in the wood grain depending on how it's it's, uh, cut. So particularly so with oak because then there's the medullary rays and sure. those <laughs> rays are what show up in quarter sawn wood it's like cross grain so you've got the regular lineal linear grain mm-hmm. but the medullary rays run perpendicular to that grain and you can only see them if the wood is quarter sawn so it gives you kind of a horizontal and vertical uh, grain pattern but both grains look very different so in quarter sawn oak those rays can be very strong and make quite a statement. So, quarter sawn oak is a very popular wood. It was uh, used a lot in antique antique furniture that you see today, like an old secretariat or anything like that. You would see these big, uh, you know, contrasting uh, grain lines that that make a a real statement. And that's kind of the trademark of quarter sawn oak.
1: Interesting that was really interesting <laughs> i've always wondered that yeah i thought and it's funny too because i've been drawn to it and i can mm-hmm. sometimes recognize that it's quarterstone oak but i never knew w- what mm-hmm. made it that i didn't know if it was just a different tree <laughs> uh, but yeah so this that, is
0: a quarterstone oak tree and this is the plain sawn oak tree
1: <laughs> you could have fooled me <laughs> okay. I, right. I don't know my wood species yeah. very well mm-hmm. but uh, i can tell you fonts we can talk okay. about fonts yeah, okay. right.
0: <laughs> yeah you you got me beat on that one
1: okay <laughs> um But yeah, so I think that that's what really gives it all that kind of texture and warmth to that island. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the gray really makes, it gives it a lot of contrast between the grain areas and things like that, which, Mm -hmm. and the setting of this property um, backs up to the Hoover Reservoir and just kind of has a whole vibe going. And I think it ties in really nicely to that. So, um, but yeah, there's a lot of really cool features in here.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned that it's it's a gray island, right? Yes. Okay, so that's another feature of oak is years ago, we would, you know, oak has a very uh, coarse grain and very irregular. So we would go to great pains to fill all that grain so that when you put a finish on it, it looked perfectly flat and you didn't see any graining in there. But now it's like we've thrown that out completely and we love seeing that grain <laughs> yeah. in a painted oak product. Yeah. So that's something that I think, my gosh, why didn't we think of that years ago? You Because know? it looks great, adds a lot of character, and mm-hmm. you see the grain through the paint and it, it's a neat texture and that works really well. So there's all kinds of things that happen and change over time in this business. And uh, it's kind of amazing. You know, Things come and go and we wonder why didn't we do that years ago or sometimes you wonder why are we still doing something a certain way so uh, let's take a break we'll be right back and welcome back to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show glad to have you all tuned in this morning at WTBN 610 the powerhouse AM station in Columbus it's great to be here Um, so we've been doing this Jamie for over eight years that's correct right so everybody (laughs) in Columbus should know us by now right
1: I hey yeah they should
0: all right I don't <laughs> never get any dinner invites or anything so I don't know what's going on there but oh
1: hmm <laughs> you know we haven't started advertising that yet as an option oh okay <laughs> dinner all <with> right. Gary. <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> uh, nobody wants to do that <laughs> so today uh, we're talking about our project of the month if you're just tuning in well actually we're not doing them every month anymore are we we kind yeah, of yeah it's more of things, a project so. spotlight yeah project spotlight
1: there you go yeah
0: because we're allowed to change stuff from time to time right.
1: Yeah, we just kind of
0: go with whatever's over and over again.
1: Yeah, whatever inspires us
0: is what we talk about. So, this is an inspiration program, folks, from Dave Fox Remodeling.
1: Here to lift you up.
0: And (laughs) we're talking about the clients that got lifted up through this remodeling project. That's right. So, just in case people are just tuned in, we talked a lot about the layout and Mm -hmm. challenges that we have there, what we can do with load bearing walls, uh, meeting the family's lifestyle needs and how some layouts work for some people, uh, but that same layout may not work for another family. So if you're living in your home and you're gonna be there a long time, it's worth making the changes to make that home suit your family and your lifestyle. Because then after you go through all the work and spend all the money, then it pays you back every day that you're living in it. And that's the great thing about remodeling. So um, then we talked about some of the focal points, some of the materials that we used, the mm-hmm. large island, seating bar, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So now what are we going to talk about, Jamie? We've got one segment left here.
1: All right. Well, there's a few other little details I wanted to bring up on the space. Um, over by the refrigerator in this kitchen, there's also a coffee bar area, which is really nice for kind of that morning cup of coffee. Um And I also like just thinking of our lifestyle and the way we live, that it's a little separate from the kitchen or kind of on the outside. It's not in the middle of the work triangle. So if, you know, everyone's getting their breakfast ready in the morning and everything like that, and you just want to, you just want your cup of coffee. (laughs) You don't need to be kind of in the middle of, of all the hustle and bustle and things like that. And it's kind of kept separate, which I think is nice. Um, but yeah, they also have an appliance garage. Um, and I thought it was really cool. This appliance garage was actually kind of a stainless steel. It was a little bit different. It kind of mimicked the material of the refrigerator, uh, the mm. outside of the refrigerator. Um, so it was really different, and it was very smooth, I think, too, because of that, opposed to sometimes the wood ones can be a little tougher. Um, so yeah, it that's really
0: kind fun. of unusual to see a stainless steel appliance garage, but yeah, for it to complement the finishes on the, some of the appliances, that's a neat idea.
1: Yeah, it was really cool. It. Um, And it wasn't shiny or anything like Mm -hmm. that it was very matte finish so you Mm -hmm. almost had to be like is that is that different Mm because all the cabinetry colors and everything kind of reflected onto it so Mm -hmm. it didn't stand out at all Um, but it was just a really nice clean um, surface and it worked really smoothly which i appreciated Mm -hmm. and it was nice too because they could keep their toaster in there and everything like that it was a very oversized garage so they had kind of all that sort of stuff in there um, and then their coffee all in that area so Mm -hmm. it was really high-functioning kind of space that's not for the everyday, so it's just a smidge off to the side, but um, I thought it was a really well-planned out space for kind of all those extras in a kitchen, mm-hmm. uh, which was cool. And then also um, in the laundry room, mudroom area, in the previous space the, it was a very small kind of closet uh, that you would walk into you could walk in from the garage and there was the laundry room and then there's the mud room and really mud room is more of a closet. Um, But it it just didn't function. Um, The laundry room was a little crowded and then so was the mud room and then you kind of had this hallway in in the middle of them which was essentially a waste of space. So opening that up and combining them into one large room just made a lot of sense um, for this family and, you know, coming home from sports, being able to take everything off and throw it right in the machine. Uh, things like that it's also where the dog space is and and everything so the functionality of the space i think just works really well um and then the the new walk-in pantry um also functions really well and it's tucked behind a barn door which is great because then the door itself is not intrusive in the space i know um in our home we have a door on our pantry it's not in a spot that could have a barn door and that darn door is so annoying (laughs) and uh it is always in the way yeah so i thought the barn door was a really really cool and very functional in this um in this kind of use yeah and things like that so that was cool as well
0: and that can add kind of a focal point uh feature effect too
1: yeah especially with that wood kind of tying in with the range and the beam and their and their unit that they that they keep in there so it's just a gorgeous space um it all tied together really nicely and the clients are just ecstatic um and yeah, it was. It's actually really interesting. I had when I went to this photo shoot. The uh, homeowner he answered the door, and I just kept thinking to myself, he looked so familiar. Mm. And by the time we left, I the photo shoot, I was like, you know what? I know where I know him from. I worked with him ten years ago on a project um, at yeah. a different company, and yeah. it was so funny. I was like, gosh, that was a flashback. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah so i thought that was really interesting mm-hmm. but anyways they were extremely happy and um they were lucky enough to finish this right before before shutdown so oh, being able to good. really they good. really got to live in their space mm-hmm. <laughs> right away yeah, <laughs> which is cool. very nice for yeah. them so but they're loving it and you could tell it was just functioning very smoothly for them
0: yeah and you know we were uh, i think maybe the last segment we were talking about the hood <coughs> and how in focal points and feature points in a kitchen layout or any any room really so this particular hood as you mentioned was custom built in our shop Mm -hmm. and we have a really great shop for our carpenters we have some super carpenters yeah and uh, they're not in there all the time you know we're not building cabinets for whole kitchens we're just doing custom and unique pieces that we have to fabricate Uh, and the guys always love having the opportunity to do that yeah but a hood is such a great creative expression because, as you mentioned, there's the guts of the hood, right, the mechanics of it, the the blower, the drafting, the ducting, uh, the lighting. That's all the mechanical stuff, which you really never see. All you see is this big covering, <clears throat> which is the, uh, the decorative element of the hood. And there's so much creativity that could be applied there. And it's fun to see the art uh, in hoods, uh, how they are going to fit in a in a space i mean i can think of some gigantic ones that were we've built in our shop yeah And you think oh my gosh i want to see this in the kitchen and you go and you find it's like 10 foot ceilings and there's so much space so proportionately it looks good and it looks right but if you're just standing up at it, you know, in the shop, you're thinking, "My gosh, where is this thing going?" <laughs> but others, you yeah. know, aren't so large, but they're just uh, interesting textures, elements. There's so many different things you can do. You can use wood, you can use stucco, you can use uh, metals, uh, hammered metals, just all kinds of stuff to do with hoods. It's so, it can really be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's such a great uh, focal point in a kitchen, mm-hmm. and like you said, you can just have so much fun with them. You can do a different backsplash behind there too, and you know, just really have some fun with it. But this one really, really came together nicely, and um, and I think the space just turned out beautifully.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I just want all of our listeners to know that if you ever want to get hold of us, you can email us at info at davefox dot com. We love hearing from you. You have. Uh, Thoughts on maybe a topic you'd like us to cover or any questions on anything that we've discussed. Sometimes people uh, call and say, you know, you talked about paint colors. Which, what paint colors do you think work here and there or whatever? I mean, we just get all kinds of questions. So we welcome yeah. that.
1: And actually next week we're going to go over some of those questions. So if okay. you have any in the meantime, go ahead and email us. But yeah, yeah good. I've been kind of stockpiling some of them. So we'll talk about them mm-hmm. next week.
0: Sounds good and then of course they can go to dayfoxradio.com and that's the place where they can listen to any of our previously broadcast shows or maybe they missed the first part of this uh show and also they can see the videos of these shows some yeah. of them most mostly yeah of them. <laughs> this one will be one because we're going to show some pictures of the project that we've been talking about so if you're curious about that you can go there so Otherwise, we really appreciate everybody tuning in. We like our uh, loyal listeners. We hear from from you often, and some people I know have listened to us for all eight years. We really appreciate that a lot. And we'll be back here next Sunday morning at 8.